This is an out loud recording of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description below. Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash askreddit, the subreddit where people ask questions and the most interesting answers get upvoted to the top. Today's post, a man once said, if you want a good story, just ask any random person if there was ever an event in their life they cannot explain. Someone almost always has one weird thing that has happened to them. So Reddit, regardless of whatever you believe about the world, what's your story? I'm an ER doctor currently. When I was in med school, we had a chronic respiratory failure patient who was do not resuscitate. During our morning rounds, nurse called us to bedside for vital sign check. Guy was deader than a block of wood. No pulse, no breathing, pupils fixed and dilated, etc. My senior resident was like, this is a great chance for you to confirm your first dead body. We write up his death note, make arrangements, whatever. An hour later, we get called by the same nurse. Uh, this guy is alive and talking to me. Sure enough, homeboy is wide awake and chatty Cathy. He got discharged a few days later. I kept tabs on him until I finished med school. He lived at least another 1.5 years. Me and a friend saw a teeny tiny person. This was in the 90s and there was a really nice pub about a mile from where my friend Jason lived. And the walk there from his house took us along one of the canals. This was in England, the West Midlands to be precise. One evening, I'd gone over to his house, we'd walked over to the pub, had a couple of pints, something to eat, and we're on our way back. It wasn't late, early evening and still a decent amount of light. We're walking down the track beside the canal when we hear a splash in the water behind us. Turning around, we see, about 40 feet away, the ripples of something moving through the canal towards the bank. Now, both of us were keen bird watchers at the time, so we were guessing it was something like a coot or a moorhen. So we were both pretty flippin' shocked when what looked like a tiny little naked-ass man, about eight inches tall, climbed out of the water, shook himself off, and dashed into the hedgerow. We were both frozen for a few moments before we headed to the spot where the little man had gotten out of the water. Didn't find any trace of him. We got back to Jason's place and spent a couple of hours trying to rationalize it, but there was no other animal or bird that we could think of that we might mistake for a tiny person. This is a dark one. It happened when I was around 11. My parents and I went on a trip to Austria, and we visited a theme park. In the theme park was a jumpy thing. There was a 1 meter, 2 meter, and 3 meter pole, and you could jump down on this huge cushion. I wanted to try and went straight up the highest pole. I've jumped down those poles before a few times, but that time I was just terrified. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I was shaking and scared for my life. It was this deep kind of fear which I never felt before. My mind was telling me not to jump, which didn't make sense because I just jumped down there and it was fun. So I let the kid behind me go first. She died. The cushion had a leak and she broke her neck. She was nine years old. I climbed down and will never forget this. If I had jumped, I would be dead 
and I can't stop feeling like fate wanted me on that day and not her. I was measuring ingredients for a cake in my apartment when I dropped my blue plastic one half cup measuring cup. I heard it go as it hit the ground once and then no other sound afterwards. I immediately looked all around for it, but it had vanished. By the end of my search, I had removed all the drawers, moved the appliances, and checked inside, under, behind everything in the kitchen and surrounding areas. I've moved three times since then and never found it. I hope the eldritch horrors the next plane over are enjoying my half cup. When I was growing up, my dad and I would sit for hours and watch dragonflies. He and my mom divorced when I was 13 and he moved out of state and couldn't really support himself and a kid, so my mom got custody and moved us to a different state. The invitation was always open for him to visit, but he never did. But we'd talk on the phone a few times a week to stay caught up. He'd gotten a rare kind of cancer in his vocal cords and was going to have something surgically removed in there. He called me a few days after the surgery and told me things were looking good, but they were keeping him in the hospital because he had a fever after the surgery. I knew at that point that this was our last conversation. The next day, I was sitting in my truck before work with the window open and a dragonfly landed on my hand. It was November, so there shouldn't have been any around, and it felt like my dad was standing there. About two minutes later, I got a call from his friend that was staying with him at the hospital that he had passed away about five minutes before I'd seen the dragonfly. Not me, my father. From his perspective. When I was young, probably 12 or 13, my family lived in a small residential suburb. There was a street lamp right across the street from us that would shine into our living room window at night. So every night before we went to bed, my father would draw the curtains. One night, I woke up around 2 a.m. and went to the kitchen to get some water. As I passed through the living room, I noticed a beam of light from the street lamp had made it through a small gap between the curtains, and I had the urge to peek through. Standing under the street lamp was a tall man with a black cap, silver skin, and massive eyes. Those huge bug eyes that you see in alien movies. He was standing there motionless, staring right at me. I quickly ducked down behind my father's recliner. There was no way he could have seen me. The house was completely dark and I barely moved the curtains as I looked through. After a few minutes of sitting on the floor behind the recliner, I grew curious to see if the man had passed. I looked through the curtains again. Pressed firmly against the other side of the glass, inches away from my face, was the silver man with bug eyes staring right at me. After a moment frozen in terror, I ran through the house towards my father's room and woke him up, quickly telling him what had happened. He grabbed his shotgun and went outside to look around. He didn't find anyone, but there was a set of fresh footprints in the dew that had been collecting on the lawn. My father has recounted this story to me exactly twice, and even though it happened to him some 40 years ago, I could still see the goosebumps on his arm as he recalled the experience. Weirdest thing I can think of is this. When I was a freshman in high school, I started getting really into like psychics and stuff. 
and my friend, now my significant other, took me to this palm-reading tarot card booth at a renaissance fair. When I sat down in front of her, she greeted me, then looked behind me, then back at me, and said, You have four people behind you. I went into her tent alone. I don't remember much of the reading, just that she mentioned African violets, because one of the spirits behind me had some connection to them. I didn't really think much of it because I didn't know anybody, dead or alive, who liked African violets, and I forgot about it until the following year. The next year I went to the same booth with a different lady. My significant other sat with me. She asked me if I knew anything about African violets, completely unprovoked. I said no. She said I should get them for the spirit behind me. I left the reading feeling really weird, but again, I kind of shrugged it off. Six months later, I was at a Home Depot with my dad. I separated from my dad to look at the flowers and came across some African violets. I bought them, put them in a new pot, and sat them on my windowsill when I got home. Two minutes later, my mom comes in and asks me if I got anything from the store. African violets, I told her. My mom smiled and sighed, then looked at me and said, You know, those were your grandmother's favorite flowers. My grandmother died nine years ago when I was 11. And when I went back to that booth the following year, they didn't even mention African violets. I know it's not a creepy story or anything, but it still kind of weirds me out. I was homesick sometime during high school, 11th or 12th grade. I was sitting in my computer chair playing Skyrim when my dog, who was usually content by himself and never one for affection, came into my room and laid down staring out my door. Me being alone and this not being his normal course of action unnerved me a bit, so I closed my door and went back to playing. Not three minutes later I hear the voice of my mother calling my name clear as day. She's a school teacher so she would have been at work. Crapping myself, I try to be as quiet as possible and lower my TV all the way down to make sure I didn't attract whatever I heard and could hear more clearly, only to hear the bedroom door upstairs slam shut. Sat in my room and noped all day long in silence until my mom came home. I asked her if she was home earlier and she denied it. One of the scariest moments of my life. I was going through a tough time and was at my wits end. I was crying in my car trying to get it all out before I had to walk into work. I had a big decision to make and I said out loud, I just need a sign. No joke, in that moment the song on the radio said my actual name. I don't have a very common name and I'd never heard this song before. I thought I had lost my mind but I googled the lyrics and everything I needed to hear was all right there in the song and it called me by name. I'm not religious at all but the universe or God or something gave me a damn sign. Must have been fifth grade when I was sitting on the couch watching TV with my dad. As 10pm rolled around my dad fell asleep in his lazy boy as is the nature of fathers. With my dad asleep, I figured I would watch a little more TV before I turned in. While sitting there, I heard, and I remember this so vividly, a clown's laugh coming from the room behind me. I was petrified, but eventually mustered the courage to poke my dad awake and tell him what happened. 
I don't blame the guy for shrugging it off as my imagination, but here I am 10 years later and I still firmly believe my ears were not playing tricks on me that night. When I was young, six to eight years old, not really sure, my parents had this apartment building they rent out near our house and one of the tenants were a couple. The wife's parents were also our neighbors and they lived a block away from us. I used to play with the wife's younger brother and would hang out at the couple's apartment to play. It was around the couple's son's birthday and I think it was his first because I remember they were making a big deal about it and talking about it for weeks. They were going to hold it at the wife's parents' house, which wasn't that far from home, so I asked my parents if I could go. I remember them indirectly saying no, and I guess in a joking or teasing kind of way told me they were going to serve ducks instead of chicken. I hated ducks as a kid. I remember clearly being really bummed out about it for days. A few days after the party, I was hanging out at the apartment and they were gushing about the party pictures that just got developed, film ones. And I was like, I wish I was there. Then the wife was like, what do you mean? You, you were. Look, here you are. And showed me the pictures and I was there. I'm sure I'm not remembering it wrong because it has been bothering me all this time. I remember asking my aunt if I went and she even said no, but my friend, the younger brother, told me I was there and we even played. I just don't remember attending that party at all. When I was a teenager, I got really into fortune telling as a form of entertainment, but I put on a good show. And my best friend bought me this pack of Titania's Oracle cards. I practiced with these by doing readings for friends. I really liked the artwork on them and people always read what they want into it. One day I did a two week ahead reading for my friend Richard. The man and the dog came up. I said this indicated a close male friend. Then the coffin card. I said don't worry, this usually means a period of waiting. It only means death if it's drawn next to the scythe card. I shouldn't have told him that. The next card was a scythe. The reading basically said a close male friend would die within the next two weeks. I tried to backpedal and say it could mean a new phase in your friendship, but I could see he was a bit upset by this. I felt awful. This was meant to be fun. Well, I caught up with Richard a couple of weeks later. His best friend had died. He and I kind of drifted apart as friends after that. It was a horrible coincidence. This happened over five years ago now. My sister, nine at the time, and I, 14 at the time, shared a room with our beds next to each other. Normally our beds were about four feet apart, but they ended up being directly next to each other one night. Probably because at the time she was constantly doing gymnastics on her bed, which would push the mattress. That night I dreamt of a glass doll with long, dark hair. I remember feeling like I needed to protect it. I tried my best to keep it safe, promising it would be okay. But as I said these words, the doll's hair began falling out. I dropped the doll and it shattered. With the help of doctors, the doll was glued back together and her hair grew back. When I woke up, I felt like crying. I didn't understand why I had that dream. I noticed my head had left my pillow at some point and it was against my sister's head. When she finally woke up, she told me about her dream. It was the same. 
By this point, I was totally freaked out, but she didn't believe me when I told her. I guess she thought I was messing with her. Six months later, my sister was diagnosed with cancer. She ended up losing all her hair. And like the dream, her hair grew back and she got better. She doesn't remember this happening, and I'm still just confused about it all. In a way, I'm thankful for the dream because I got to somewhat emotionally brace myself for what was to come. I don't really tell anyone about it because it doesn't seem real and I'm pretty sure I'd sound crazy. A couple of years ago, my great uncle passed away. After the funeral, maybe a day after, I don't know, a group of close family and I went out to dinner with my great aunt that just lost her husband. While we were eating, she got a phone call and she looked up extremely pale, answered it, and then hung up. It was from my great uncle and no one was on the other side and his phone was at her house with no one home. Definitely freaked everyone at the table out. Was sitting in my room reading a book, facing my open door. Saw my brother walk past into his bedroom next to mine. Heard him close the door. 30 seconds later, my dad comes up to my room, ashen-faced. Where's your brother? He asks me. In his room, I answer without hesitation. No, he's not. My dad continues to look absolutely horrified. Your brother's not home. We check his room. It's empty. We both saw the same, whatever it was, walk into my brother's room. Still gives me goosebumps. Edit. For everyone asking, my brother was out with friends. He didn't come home for several hours. It was a second story with a straight drop down and hard to open windows, so no chance of a prank or window exit. We didn't tell my brother until we moved to a new house. Edit 2. My dad got a better look at the thing than I did. He asked where my brother was so that I would have to independently confirm that I'd seen someone, that the someone looked like my brother, and that it had entered my brother's room. He's clever that way. There was one time me and my parents were house-sitting for the neighbors, feeding their dog and stuff. One time, while we were there, I was chilling in the living room and saw someone go up the stairs. I assumed it was my dad because he had a pair of black dress shoes on that was similar to the ones my dad wore to work. A minute later, I go into the kitchen and my dad is in the room with my mom talking, and moreover, he is wearing sandals. I have no idea who it was I saw because there was 100% no one else supposed to be in the house at that time. Nothing was stolen when the neighbors got back, so I doubt it was someone who broke in. So that's it for the post, guys. Alright, I have a couple of uh, thoughts about this one. First, as a small little anecdote, as I was recording these stories, as I was reading the creepy little anecdote uh, by the one OP's father about the man with silver skin and massive eyes and sort of creeping myself out as I'm reading it, I was rendering another one of our videos, and when our rendering software finishes, it makes a big, like, bling, and... The sound was on on my computer. I normally mute it, but I didn't this time. And it, it I literally jumped and gasped. Um, and it ruined the recording. And it made me about jump out of my skin. So uh, that happened. And then uh, the other one is... Um, man, 
so much so much in this one. There's so much creepy stuff. The guy who said that uh his his grandmother liking African violets that he said, you know, I know it's not a creepy story. Are you kidding me? That is definitely a creepy story. And then the one about um the mom coming home early or hearing his mom while she was working at school. Maybe maybe this is just me. Maybe I look for um malicious explanations where there aren't any, but could it have been his mom was having an affair or seeing someone at work and sneaking home to, you know, and uh, that's why the bedroom door slammed shut and then they figured out he was there later and she like pretended to come home. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I'm just speculating. That one sounds suspicious to me. But anyway, let me know if you guys have any similar thoughts, any thoughts on some of these stories. I've only touched on a few of them. There's so much good stuff here. I hope you really enjoyed it. As always, if you guys are enjoying these videos, if you like what you hear, if you want to see more and you want other people to see more and hear more of these posts, leave a like or a comment in the discussion below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more of these posts yourself from r slash askreddit and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.